This is CliffCentral.com. Uh, just being part of the excitement that we have right here at the show each and every time. Now, uh, today, man, is a great day. I did, I did tell you that it's always winning season on my calendar, and I'm hoping that it's winning season on yours as well. It's winning season, baby. That's all we're doing. We're winning, guys. We're winning, guys. We're winning. And it starts actually as a as a intimate conversation with yourself. You need to tell yourself that, man, we're going to be winning. We, I'm just going to come out here and I'm going to shine because you know what? My mom told me when I was about three years old that I am the salt of the earth. You know what I mean? The light of the universe. And uh, what I, I need to tell you about being the salt. I'm the salt. I'm the flavor. When you put some salt in somebody's food, there's going to be an aftertaste. So when I come into contact with you, it's going to be salty. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and that means that you need to leave people with an aftertaste, man. An aftertaste of your presence. Leave people feeling like, yeah, ne? yeah, I met somebody today and they were salty. <laughs> yeah, guys. It's time to, to just uh, dabble in a little bit of salt. Call me Salt Bay for the day, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm about to give you guys some um, some inspiration. We got a, 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 a I, don't, I almost said a young woman, but I don't think she would love the title young woman. But let's just call her an amazing woman. Let's call her somebody who's done so many great things and she's inspirational. And uh, she's actually done quite a lot. She, she, she's one of those people that you can call the plug. You know, when, when you want connections, she's connected. And she can definitely put you ahead in life as well. So um, it's, it's really great that we can have her in studio. And uh, we're actually going to be talking about something pretty interesting. Opening up the industry. Now, you always hear this term. I mean, hashtag open up the industry. You might always hear this. And it's important that we actually, you know, get to open up the industry now and again. And uh, we're going to now have a chat with a lady that's certainly part of that in, in quite a lot um, in, in quite a lot of many avenues. Um, first of all, just just to kind of just go through a couple of bullet points about how amazing this woman is. First of all, she's the director of Just You Model and um, Artist Management. OK, she's the agent for the New York Film Academy. Okay, um, she, 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 she's done even more than what I'm mentioning right now. In fact, sometimes I feel like maybe I shouldn't jump the gun. Let me just introduce her first and then we'll, you, we'll unfold exactly what she's done, where she's, where she has been. And also, of course, what, what, what knowing her could mean to us, right? Cool stuff. The lovely lady, Elsie B. Fun, Fun der Linden. Is it the right way? Yeah. Ferlinden. Sorry, man. That is a biggie. Biggie want to spell for Didi Kant. How? Uh, let me just uh, switch on your mic real quick so that we can have a lovely chat. How are you doing? Really good in yourself. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for the amazing introduction. And I'm excited <laughs> to be part of the salt and pepper today. Yeah. <laughs> Some sugar and spice. Let's sugar do and it. Spice. Okay. Great stuff. So, I mean, Alcibi, um, let, let's just, before we even get into the journey, Let's just mention 
there are things here that I haven't mentioned. I mean, you're the founder of Just You. Um, you also, um, you, I mean, it says on your profile that you eat, sleep, and breathe entertainment with 18 years. I'm sure it might even be more than 18 years by now, but yes. 18 years of, um, of um, involvement in the industry, uh, which is now the entertainment industry. Um, let's just have a chat about that. What has been, what, what does the 18 years look like now that you are at, you know, I can almost call it the, the podium or the finish line. Obviously, not being the finish line forever. I'm see. I, I know that you're still going on even further than this. But just tell us. Let's just take a quick snapshot of you right now before we start mapping out the journey and what led to this. You know, Weza, the most um, important turning point in my career came when I started doing modeling training at the age of 11. Mm-hmm. My ultimate goal was to be a professional fashion model. However, once I moved from East London to Johannesburg, I realized that I don't have the right measurements and requirements. Mm. So I was basically rejected by 18 fashion agencies. Jeez, um, <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, my entire uh, modeling dream got crushed. Mm. And um, I can honestly tell you that as an individual, I've learned throughout the years in this business that um, you cannot take anything personally. Yeah. My passion was too big uh, to be in the performing arts. So what I did is I decided to enroll at the Actors Center and study a little bit of business management because I knew that ultimately, you know, this that I have is my business and my brand is what I need to utilize to move forward in the industry. Mm. So with business management um, studies as well as the Actors Center, I started booking work, but not as a model. I had to make a choice to um, open myself up and I started doing commercial modeling. I did commercials Mm. and then it ended up in Soapies and then I did Mr. Bones 2 with all the on Schuster. So um, I played the character Nancy, which um, all these things just kind of unraveled for me once I was able to um, just get my mind to be a little bit more open-minded in terms mm. of I just wanted to be a fashion model yeah. but I realized if I wanted to be in this industry I need to be versatile versatility is very so important. rejection yeah. was the best thing that happened to me wow. in my life wow. <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because I mean I know a lot of young people who who um you know they you get all these compliments wow you you're so beautiful you should try it modeling you should try it this you should try it that but then when they get there they find out that they're too short it's this it's that you know you and then you you don't know what to do next and you're thinking maybe I can be a hand model <laughs> but but it's amazing that you're saying that um you you faced more or less the same type of thing but what you did is you invested in yourself in some way or the other yes. and try to get more training and um also in, you enrolled in certain um institutions to try and see yourself furthering other avenues within the space and it it prob it didn't um you know have results immediately but it took time 18 rejections 18 rejections or 18, 18 rejections agencies. from 18 agencies Ag- 18 My agencies goodness. um just didn't want to represent me. Yeah. Um, I'm 172 and you need to be a minimum of 1.75. And, um, three centimeters, centimeters basically, um, made or breaks your career. And it still exists because as a fashion model locally or internationally, you need to at least be 5'8". American agencies, I just came back from New York two weeks ago and American agencies want fashion females to be at least 5'9", which means I was even much further off than that. But my passion was um, running real deep and I knew from the age of five when I started doing Christmas shows for my family and charging (laughs) them to watch me perform that um, this was what I wanted to do. I've got a big 
big love and passion for people. Mm. And the performing arts was definitely where I found myself in. And I realized that if it's not going to be as a model, um, I was doing extras work. I was not afraid of working. Um, mm. I did a lot of work for free. I can honestly tell you that the industry, you know, has really taught me a tough skin. It's really taught me how to work for what you want in life. But what I've learned, I think, through all the, the experiences was to stay humble, that mm. these are all just stepping stones. Yeah. And it definitely made me who I am today. And that's why, you know, my passion for people runs so deep within the industry because my 40 year journey should have been 40 days. Mm. But the lack of direction from agents, you know, people that I aligned myself with, just the lack of direction and passion from the people I associated, um, resulted in me taking a longer journey than what it should have been. Yeah. So now when I work with aspiring artists and children, or even, you know, like me and you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the advanced category, <laughs> the adults, um, I always advise them to make sure that who you associate yourself with um, is in line with your character and mm. your passion because that's well, going to be yeah. the most important thing for you mm. is the people in your life um, really need to make a difference. Yeah. So th that saying where they say, show me your friends, I'll show you your future mm. was definitely something that I've experienced in my personal life. Wow. Absolutely interesting. Now, just let, let's actually just rewind a bit to the time where, I mean, you, you were now being, um, you, you, you've been knocking from one door to the next and, uh, you know, things are not that easy. How old are you at this time when you're getting these 18, uh, agencies all turning you down? I just finished school. So, mm -hmm. um, my parents were very supportive of the industry. Yeah. Um, however, financially, they weren't able to, um, support me in my dream. So it was really difficult moving from East London to Johannesburg. Um, I can honestly tell you, uh, I know what it feels like to be a struggling artist. I definitely know what it feels like to go to bed at night without having something to eat. Mm. So, um, I've been there. That has been an experience that I've had as, an aspiring artist in my life. But that's yeah. why I always say to, you know, the, the individuals that I work with, what's your why? Why mm. do you want to do this? Because if your why is clear and strong enough, you're going to stick through everything, you know, mm. that life throws to you. So straight out of school, I came to Johannesburg. I had no family, no friends, mm. um, absolutely no one in this big city that could give me direction. So I started um, with my studies and then I was also teaching at four modeling schools in Pretoria just to get a little bit of a teaching essence. Mm. However, um, straight out of school, I registered Just You Model and Artist Management. Yeah. Because I believe that individual, per, like individual management, like is very important. So each model that registers with our agency or each actor that we register, we kind of invest in getting to know them because mm. if you want to represent someone to the best of your ability, you need to know the character that you're dealing with. So Just You was registered kind of like in my first year out of school. Wow. Um, and then in 2008, after I performed um, as Nancy and Mr. Bones too, I decided that it's time for me to give back to the industry what I have never received. Mm. And that's where Just You Model and Artist Management was started out of a little townhouse in Bryanston. Yeah, yeah. Um, I knew that I need to move from my flat. So there were five things that I needed to get um, mm. to start the agency. I knew that I needed to get a bigger space so that I can train models and actors from my location. Mm. I needed a desk, a laptop, <laughs> a, <desk>. a telephone, <laughs> and a little internet. I call it an internet sticky because in that time, that's what I used to call it. So yeah. I knew that the money I have made as an artist, I need those five things to start the agency. Mm. 
But what I've learned throughout all this time looking back at the journey is that when your heart is pure and you invest yourself into something that you want to do to make a difference for others, you get blessed in abundance. Mm. So for me, I've realized throughout because we've now and we now in our ninth year of business mm. and next year we'll be celebrating 10 years of just you and fantastic. I want to write. <laughs> I feel like I want to start writing a book yeah. just to capture everything, um, you know, that I've learned in the industry as an artist and then becoming an agent in 2008. 2010, I realized that international education is something that we're not really exposed to in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to so many international faculties. And as soon as you mention the word Africa, <laughs> you know how many times I've tried to say Africa in a different accent? No, so that the word Africa <laughs> just sounds different because as soon as I call international faculties and you use the word Africa or South Africa, it's kind of like you lose um, the momentum, you mm. lose the interest. And in 2010, I decided to get on a plane and go to New York City and meet with some schools and faculties where we can just get someone to believe in South Africa and mm. send some scouts down to South Africa. And I met with Jerry Sherlock, who's the founder of the New York Film Academy, and he told me that they're interested in sending some, you know, um, scouts through to South Africa and to come and have a look at what talent we have. Yeah. And um, we've actually managed now to secure just over $570,000 in terms of partial scholarships for mm. South African kids, we've got 82 children. And when I say children, I mean like everything from 13 to 35 yeah. that have either done a short-term program and acting for film or musical mm. theater. We've got Natasha Tabane, um, mm. who's in New York now, but she's got some exciting projects in LA. So mm. she's moving over that side. So in 2010, I wanted to bring international education to South Africa. And it's now been seven years that we've been working closely with the New York Film Academy. Helping South African kids get international education. Mm, wow, that's that's fantastic. It looks like it, it took you actually just, uh, you know, kind of betting on yourself and betting on your dream to say, you know what, I'm going to take that plane. I'm going to go knock on people's doors and yeah. I'm going to shake some hands and make this thing happen. You know, and I think it comes from when I was very young because um, when I grew up, I always had to... Um, Make little chocolates. Uh, my mom used to buy shapes mm. um, that you put melted chocolate in, and you used to. Put, I put it in the fridge, and we would freeze it until it's like you know completely set, and then we put it in plastic packets. And I used to walk and knock from like house to house on doors, selling my chocolates for two rand fifty, so that I can get together money to come and learn and partake in events in Johannesburg. So, wow. um, knocking on doors was never something I was afraid of. It was something <laughs> well I was exposed to from a very young age and I think today you know you meet with so many artists that um, things come a little bit easier for them in life which is Mm. really good but I can honestly say that for me working for what I want so much is actually what's leading my passion that's driving you know my passion and my commitment because whatever it is that I wanted in this industry I've worked for Mm. nothing was given to me no door was just opened Um, I had to really knock on people's doors and ask for people to buy my chocolates so that I can come to Joburg (laughs) on the age of 12 to do modeling competitions and um, just to grow my skills you know and when I work with with artists or aspiring models that come into the agency, I always just ask them, you know, the question, what do you think is the reason that you want to be in the, what, what is your why? Like, mm. why do you want to do this? And I always go back to this question because 
90% of what we do, as you know, is based on rejection. So mm. as an artist, you don't get yes every time. You might get one yes and 10 no's. But what do you do with that one yes when you get it? So you got to prepare today for tomorrow's yes. Even yeah. though you've had 10 no's in the past two weeks or two months, mm. you got to prepare every day. So preparation yeah. is key for me. Preparation yeah. is something that I feel most artists and models lack when they come in to sign with an agency or come in for castings is you got to prepare for that one moment and if that one moment arrives you got to be ready yeah this is amazing now you you mentioned that um the why is really important what was your why i think it's important for um you know each individual to have a why and be open minded enough to know that your why changes mm. because in the beginning of the industry when i started off i know that my why was that i wanted to work with people so being on set for me was amazing. Like I always enjoyed getting to know new people, seeing what their ideas and objectives in life is. So interacting with people and just being able to perform, and um, whether it is as a model, as an actress, um, that was ultimately my why. But I've realized throughout the years that the reason that I first had to be on, you know, the front side of the camera and now on the back end is because I needed to learn what it is that is needed within the industry. And then I realized my actual purpose of being creators created is to use everything I've experienced in life to make a difference. Mm. So being able to create for others that was never created for me is now my ultimate why. Mm. And I had to go through this entire experience in order for me to find my why for now. Yeah. And um, I believe that my why in 10 years from now will change again. Yes, so I'm yes, open-minded enough for that change to come. But right now I understand that the reason I had to go through this industry and the reason that I am where I am today is because of me needing to create. Yeah. And everyone I've met in this journey, all the no's that I've received, everything that I had to experience as an individual actually got me to the point where I've got all the contacts in the world mm. to make it happen for people that have got passion. Yeah. Oh, fantastic stuff. Now, the journey is never really always smooth sailing, is it? <laughs> no. There was a time in your life where you, you know, that day or that week or that month, you were just saying, you know what, this is a... Moment. It was just like, hey man, tell me a bit about that day and the feelings and just everything. Just paint out that picture for us. I was um, on my way. I was on a South African soapy for about eight months in yeah. my career. And uh, my dad always used to say, if you don't have enough petrol in your car, you need to put it in neutral and free it down the highway. Yeah. And my little light of my Opel Corsa was in the red. Mm. And I knew that I'm not going to make it to work if I don't free this car down the highway. So that moment where you have to get to work and you know payday is another seven days like away and you don't have that petrol money Mm. um, to get to set. But you know what? That day for me actually just marked something so remarkable because that's the day when I decided I need to do more. Mm. I actually went into promotions. I was on set as an extra. I didn't take ego um, into consideration. Mm. So even though I was working on a soapy and I'm like on your TV screens at night, I was still an extra um, on set during the day or over weekends. I did promotions. I handed out um, Radox um, soap sachets mm. in the clicks. I was giving out Jungle Oats sachets mm. at, um, one at the robot, you know. Oh, so, man. Um, and I know... I th- you know, that, that's why, like, I will always take something from someone on the side of the road because yeah. I know what it feels like. Mm. 
But I can tell you that's the day when I realized if you want to make it in this industry, you cannot just be one thing. You cannot just say, I'm an actress and all I'm going to do is acting. Yeah. You need to be versatile. You need to have multi-talented skills. You need to be able to do more than just one thing. Yeah. And that's when I said, you know, whatever it takes, I'm going to commit to doing it because I never, ever saw myself in the struggle. I always lived as if I am where I am today. So in my mind, I was always at this point. Yeah. However, my bank account and my journey didn't always lie. Yeah. And I was reminded of facts quite often. Oh, man. But you know what? I never arrived at a casting as if I'm someone who had to walk to a casting. I didn't have a car for a long time um, in my career after school. And I had to, you know, walk to an audition. And when I arrived there, you wouldn't know that I had to walk. Yeah. You would think I was dropped off and I come from a fantastically perfect like Sanson family where everything's like going and the hustle's good. But I had to create the real hustle. When I arrive at the casting, I arrive like a million dollars, not like five cents. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! I'm so dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that for me was always the thing. Then you'll meet artists and they'll sit there and they're like, oh, I haven't booked a job in a month and life is so bad. And I'm like, you have no idea. Like I arrive here already in my mind. I've booked the job I already want to like Get myself to that next point I'm already on set in my head You know I don't come and sit down And bring all the stuff with So you know In audition environments If an individual artist Can just learn how to be positive Yeah You know like I've, I've learned so much In that environment Where people bring their insecurities And with their insecurities Comes the negativity And they break themselves down To a point that When I stand up And go into the casting room I've booked the job yeah. Because the people around me has already, like, they spoke themselves out of why they're not going to book it. Mm. And then I was like, salt and pepper, sugar yeah. and spice. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love that. Wow. What a story. My goodness. That, that's, that's the truth. You know what? When those tough times come, when those moments come, they have come to pass. You know, they have not come to stay. They've come to pass. And, uh, and, and, the amazing thing is for you, you, you were not seeing yourself with eyesight, but with mind sight. Eyesight that, that sees the is, the now, the, you know, the bank account, the is, the SMS notifications, overdraft, all those <laughs> things, you know, uh, the empty tanks of fuel and, and you standing at the robot. But the, the mind sight said, you guys don't even, you better take my pamphlet. You don't know who you talking to right now, <laughs> you know, cause you know, you see where you're gonna be and you're saying, you know, and, and that's something amazing. You know, I, I, I still see myself as someone who's going to be really great one day, like amazing, like something that, that dwarfs anything that I've done till now. And when you are, when you see yourself like that, it's, it, it's a really good thing. I, I would say sometimes to, to, to some guys who would just, uh, have, you know, uh, casual banter, I would say to them, you know what? One day you're going to remember this conversation yes. and you're going to be embarrassed. What I mean is, for instance, let's say you, um, you spoke about rubbish to, to, um, a teenage guy that later in life was actually Nelson Mandela. Yes. And now you're saying to your kids, Hey, hey, I, I used to, I used to chat to Mandela like when he was a kid. Like, what? Really? What did you guys speak about? And then you get embarrassed because you realize that Man, you didn't know who you were talking to back then. You know what I mean? So it's important that you are able to see yourself like that. Even when 
you, you're saying that uh, you had to leave ego out of it. Yeah. You that girl that plays on TV, like that's what people are thinking when they're seeing you standing by the robot and saying, mm. what's going on? Like, aren't you the girl <laughs> from TV? Yeah. And now you're here. My goodness. What's, and you, you had to let go of that. What are people going to say? What are people going to think? I've got an image to uphold because what, what some people do is they let that choke the life out of them. Mm. The whole, I've got an image to uphold. So they don't take certain um, opportunities because they think it's too low for them right now. And ultimately they end up, you know, choking themselves in the process. And that's, you know, so true because my ultimate goal one day was to be an agent and I mm. knew that I needed to have those five things and I actually still have the book that I wrote um, on these five things that I need and mm. how much money I needed to save every month so I still have the book um, where I did my monthly planning on how much money do I have this month mm. how much extra work I need to do to get to registering the agency which was the 23rd of May and mm. um, 2008 so I had my bigger goal in mind and yeah. I think as an artist especially in our industry you need to have a bigger goal in mind the goal cannot be self mm. so if you get over yourself and you get behind your own like brand and your own expectations and you put something bigger than yourself in place you would really like take every day and take small steps toward creating that wow. and for me branding was one of the most important things at castings as well because I didn't arrive looking like I don't have you know anything in my bank account I would still be able to arrive and I look the part mm. and that's what I say to artists as well you should not ever like don't ever look like where you come from mm. like that look should like not where be, you're going yeah that yeah. should not be your excuse like arrive and show people where you headed yeah. i have met with artists before that when they walk in that i'm like ooh, my goodness like this is absolutely superstar like quality talent until you hear the story mm. and that's my biggest thing is like your story doesn't define you your story is the stepping stone for where you headed. So you need clarity on that as an artist. So, mm. um, you know, I've got one guy in specific, um, that I met in Port Elizabeth when he was 15 years old. He relocated after matric, like on the 14th of December, he left, um, Port Elizabeth to New York. He studied there for a year in acting for film, performed at the Apollo Theater as well at, um, as the bitter end. Now the bitter end is where Lady Gaga and Neil Diamond performed in the beginning of their careers. Mm. Um, Gino Lee then actually went off from New York to LA where he performed in Spring Awakening, which is a production that took place, um, in the NoHo Theater. And now currently he's back in South Africa and he shot an international um, series which is called Blood Drive and he'll be on American television next week Wednesday and wow. he's got a track that's charting on the Coke Top 40. Wow. So you got to just forget about where you come from, allow yourself to be multi-talented and then associate yourself with the right people. Yeah. So as long as your associations and your objectives are in place, you can get anywhere it is that you set your mind to. But you cannot walk with your current circumstances. you got to walk with what you have in mind for the future. Yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic. We're going to try and uh, get uh, our producers to uh, get in contact with that Gino uh, Lee person that yes. you're talking about. <laughs> and hopefully we can get him in studio and just hear his story as well. Because it's always amazing to, you know, to hear the stories and to hear um, about how the roots were formed. Because 
people can see, you know, the, the big, beautiful flower now and everything looks great. But the roots, you know, those unattractive things that happened for you to get yeah. strong and to solidify your foundation where you are right now. Those are the real stories. And those are the things that that help others to get the proper courage because they're currently maybe going through some really talk. A tough times and dark days mm-hmm. And they're not quite sure if, if things are going to work out Because it doesn't look Your life doesn't look like that right now So they're thinking Shucks, it's my life supposed to look like Alcibi mm-hmm. But Alcibi doesn't quite look like she ever struggled You know I think that's, that's <laughs> the biggest thing That um, when I do workshops in different provinces And yeah. we do auditions I always do a workshop like for the kids And I say People don't see you mm. For what you've gone through They see you for where you're at So the struggle doesn't matter The struggle struggle is your personal experience That you need to use in the future So people look at you now and say You're always a man Like he's got it together Like just look at him But no one knows your story mm. And I think the biggest mistake That most artists make Is they pay too much attention to the struggle That they forget about the moment so instead of embracing the moment, they pay too much attention to what they had to go through. Yeah. And people don't see that. Like when I have to, I shared quite a bit of my story in East London when I was doing a workshop there with the kids and we were in my old high school and I used to sit there on the floor because in that time the school never used to have chairs. Mm. Um, and there were these kids sitting on these chairs and I shared my story with them. And um, where I come from in East London, when we moved there, my father works in construction. So when we moved there originally, we didn't have a house to stay in mm. we stayed in a caravan park oh wow and there were friends that weren't allowed to be my friends because we the caravan park kids Eesh. but today when i'm on all these big shows and you know people see you on these television programs and people see your current trending success they want to know you but growing up you know in the struggle because of where you come from people are not allowed to associate so i use that for the kids in east london because i felt that so many of them are so stuck in terms of when i go home you don't understand where i come from but i do because i've been in exactly the same shoes you know and in 1999 i was selected to go to america to be a model um at a convention in florida and my parents could never afford for me to go through and in 2010 i decided to connect with the directors um of the showcase and now it's been seven years that i've been helping south african kids get to the other side to network with models actors and singers and dancers from all over the world as well as agents managers producers we've managed to actually in the past two months um one of our models in europe and one in america booked hugo boss Mm. nba like Mm. um billboards as well as dolce and gabbana we've um, actually got models that walk the runway for new york fashion week la fashion week so through the arts convention that i was invited to attend when i was much younger and my parents couldn't give me that opportunity that inspired me to create a platform where i can help others get to that point where they can get international exposure so that disappointment for me in my life caused me to drive to a point where one day i can make that difference and connect that bridge for south africans with international like agents and managers and producers and just to watch the success that south african kids has been able to obtain on international platform mm. all coming through an idea and a seed that was planted in my heart in 1999 mm. And I thought my goal was to get to the other side For me to be the performer 
Meanwhile, it was for me to get others to the other side, which is so much more fulfilling. Like that is my ultimate purpose, being able to see other people like succeed and fulfill their dreams within the performing arts locally or internationally absolutely inspires me. That drives me. That gets me excited. That's what makes me wake up every morning, you know. So when that ish moment comes, then you like think of the people you're doing it for. Yeah. Like not about how you feel, like how you feel right now and how you feel in 10 minutes from now. That's all going to change. That's irrelevant. But what it is that you're going to do for others, that success that you guarantee and the change you make for someone else, that lasts forever. Yeah. So when I can wake up in the morning and I'm like, hey, we just booked him Hugo Boss in New York City, you know, that is fantastic. And then you're like, let's take this day on and run it to the fullest, you know. Yeah. So just being able to utilize everything that I've experienced in my own personal life and being able to make a difference is what we do every day and what we do really well. Wow. Fantastic stuff. We, um, we, we, you, you had a, um, uh, you had mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, you would arrive at a certain place, um, with, um, not, you know, with the look of, you know, looking like a million dollars really. And, um, and that you were living in the future in your mind and that, that how important that is. Um, how, how common is the, the victim mentality amongst, um, some of the artists that you've encountered, especially maybe locally, and you can compare them to international um, artists as well. You know, um, I always enjoy working with individuals that come in with maybe a victim mindset or with using their story too much and defining them of, you know, or using it as a reason why they cannot get where they need to be. Mm. And then being able to work with them and just getting them to respect and appreciate and have gratitude for what they have and work from where, you know, they are at. Because where I am in my life and where you are is completely different. So once you're able to, you know, work with an individual that understands that comparing themselves to others and competing with others should not exist, it is much easier to work with the individual. But positive energy and passion is something South Africans have that I have, like throughout traveling the world, I have never been able to meet characteristics like South Africans, like our culture is so different. We work very hard for what it is that we want and whatever we put our mindsets on, we're able to achieve. We went to New York now with a group of actors, models, singers and dancers and we did a workshop in New York City. We went to the arts in Orlando, Florida and I can tell you that competitive spirit that we have, that passion that we have um, completely sets us way apart. I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit as South Africans Mm. and um if we can get past that point where we can feel and understand that we've got the potential and talent of a first world country, we'll get ahead much faster. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, I think, very important that we, you know, we, we don't always think, ah, South Africa, ah, South Africa. <laughs> yeah, no, I can honestly tell you the only thing that makes us different is accent. But um, other than accent, the work ethic that we apply as South Africans is absolutely mind-blowing. And I can tell you, sitting from an agent point of view, watching South Africans, you know, perform with Canadians and Australians and um, just being able to get American performers in, when you see a South African walk into the room, there's an essence that we bring to the table that no one else understands. Yeah, And I think it goes back to our culture and what we've experienced and how hard we fight for what we want in life. Not much is just given to us. Um, I always say that whatever comes easy goes easy. 
So the harder you work for something, the harder you want to work to achieve that next goal that is in mm. front of you. Mm. And that's definitely something we as South Africans put on the table um, that nobody else has in my experience being in the mm. industry. Fantastic stuff. I see you getting quite a lot of love from uh, the social media side of life right here. We got Gino Lee actually. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying, uh, Elsa B, I mean, uh, Elsa B, uh, killing it on Cliff Central, uh, hashtag, uh, unplugged radio show, um, IATS, um, which is something that we're going to chat about real yes, quick. That's exciting. Uh, there's more people right here. I see, um, uh, we got, uh, John T. Stander saying that, uh, um, the, he's, he's streaming live. And Alcibi is so motivating. Fire, 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 fire. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Let's see who else. Well, the um, guys keep on, keep them coming in. You could either um, just uh, tag cliffcentral.com um, on uh, Twitter, or in fact, you can also send us a WhatsApp if if that is easier for you. That is zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. So everything actually comes up onto the screen right here, and we're actually able to to check it out. So LCB, we had a chat now about uh, your ace moment, your ah moment, no? Now I want to know what is that ya ne moment that you had. Now ya ne means that you know what when when this particular thing happened or or whatever it is, whether it is an encounter, um, conversation, whatever it was, you had a a bit of a glitter in your eyes and you said. Yeah, no, this is worth it. Yeah, ne. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I actually have the glitter in my eye right now because in my mind I was experiencing the actual moments when um we had a model walk on fashion TV. Yeah. Down the runway at New York Fashion Week because mm. there was always I'm not sure um if if um, anyone listening would remember this, but in my time, which might be your time too, there was <laughs> this um, fashion TV cafes. Mm. And I looked at these models in fashion TV and I would like see them walk down the runway. And I said to my sister, Eloise, I said, Eloise, how do we get our models to walk on this TV program? And she said to me, have faith because one day we will. And I was in my lounge and I was flipping through channels and it's just amazing how that miracle moment like really happened where I was like, let me watch some fashion TV because we had a model that booked New York Fashion Week and she came onto the screen onto the fashion TV program. Mm. And ultimately for me, I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that's kind of when you know that, you know, like all the hard work that you've put in is really like moving in the right direction. Yeah. And ultimately being able to, um, you know, create opportunities. So for me, when I started seeing, you know, South African kids getting on the plane because they've got a scholarship to go and study overseas. And the next thing you've got an artist performing at the Apollo theater and, you know, being able to embrace those moments like, and I always have to remind myself to look for those moments because I've been very specific in my life, not to focus on the wow, because mm. I don't want to get stuck there. I want to get focused and I want to get stuck on the creation so when that moment happened, I was like, Eeyore, <laughs> yes, man. Like, yeah. That is like the one time where I was like, okay, now we're not going to focus on the creation. Yeah, now I'm going yeah. to like, and I called my kids, um, you know, to come and watch. And it was just such an exciting moment. But, you know, I always believe that miracles do happen. You just got to look for it. Mm. So when you work really hard towards making a difference or towards like living your dream, make sure that you are kind to other people in the process. There's always this little ladder I keep in my mindset 
um, when I was doing a lot of workshops early in my career and they said, make sure that you don't step that next step of the ladder through. Mm. Because when your ish moment comes, you need to maybe just take a step back. And if that little wooden like step is broken, you're going to start like raveling down. That's when you mm. go down. So be kind to people in the process. Never yeah. think the secretary is just the secretary. Yeah. The secretary might be the director that's just answering the questions because the secretary is sick for the day, you know. So yeah. be kind. Mm. Um Make sure that your character is in place. Yeah. That's like the thing for me is is just yeah. Artists need to realize that you've never arrived. Mm. You always need to stay humble. So that is the biggest thing for me. But my moment was New York Fashion Week on Fashion TV. Yeah, in my lounge, I was oh, like, wow. yo, <laughs> that was really a yoba. <laughs> yeah, fantastic stuff. I mean, to be honest, um, you 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 always glow when you're when you start talking about all these things. I mean. Uh, with, when the, you're talking about helping people, you glow with this big smile on your face the whole time. And, uh, and we can see that, you know, your, your heart is really in this thing. And that, I think that's, that's an amazing thing. You, you feel like you're not working when you really have a lot of joy within what you're doing. Is that how you feel? Absolutely. You know, it's, um, I've realized that you have to love what you do. You cannot get stuck in doing something that does not bring you joy. And ultimately, for me, being in the performing arts, being able to make a difference, um, constantly creating new concepts, um, helping individuals with their branding, that gives me great joy. Yeah. Like that, that, that ultimately makes me happy. Now, a lot of people are stuck in careers that they don't want. They, they are either there because of family pressure, maybe it was a, the safe thing to do, or maybe a bursary came up and they didn't afford anything else, so they just took it because they had the marks. And now they're stuck there, but they really want to get out. But they're worried that about this whole um, struggling artist type of thing. They don't want to you know, live that, that really hectic life. And some of them have decided to make the jump, but now they're just knocking on the outside and the industry feels like it's not opening it up, opening up at all. Because, um, I, some agencies, for instance, the agency that I'm with, I know that they, for instance, would say you already, it's kind of like you already have to be somebody for them to represent mm -hmm. you, but it's a chicken and egg thing because how can I be somebody without you? Yes. And, and it's really, really frustrating. Um, now, something really exciting. Um, uh, I, I, let me say, I encountered something really exciting when I was invited to go down to to Durban, yes, uh, which was the Mzansi Arts um, Showcase. And in fact, I saw, I met you, you there again. You know, after I have me, having met you in a similar type of platform, but um, you you were part of the 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 um, the, the panel that would pick young people who are. You know, very hopeful and they, you know, they, they have certain skills and, um, you invite them to this really cool thing that's coming up. Tell yeah. me a bit about that. Okay. So I just quickly wanted to go back onto something that you mentioned, which was quite important for me. Um, being stuck in a job that you don't like, but you had to like end up there for me. I always believe, you know, that we get artists that have got full time jobs, but they aspiring artists. You got to start with, um, two things. The first thing is research and mm. um, finding an agency that can work with aspiring artists. Um, and that's what our foundation, like the entire platform at Just You is to be able to make nobodies somebodies. So 
whether you come to me as a nobody or as somebody, it makes no difference. But my ultimate goal and all our bookers, the whole team works towards helping a nobody becoming a somebody. So we do training. We do like teaching seminars for them. We do branding workshops. Um, we do boot camp weekends where we train models, actors, singers, dancers. So educating aspiring artists is ultimately like the biggest goal we have at Just You. Mm. And being able to book so much work with mainly aspiring artists is absolutely what drives our entire team. Mm. Um, you don't have to come with all the goods. We can help you get the goods and get the clients that want to like, you know, give you a, give you a chance. So basically um, look at what agencies work with aspiring artists is the mm. biggest thing. So do your research. Don't go knock on the doors of agents that um, only work with established artists. There are agencies that help do guidance um, for aspiring artists. So research will be key as advice to those who want to break into the industry but they're stuck in a job um, and then ultimately marketing material so you need a good headshot the amount of castings you book depends on the headshot <laughs> um, you really need to you don't need a portfolio like full on to break into the industry like if you have a good headshot and maybe one or two extra like really good photo options um, as well as the right content you know it makes it easier for us to see that you've got your mind um, set on the right space so do your research, contact the right agencies and have the right material. Like, mm. so get three nice photographs, three to five like photographs that you can submit. And um, singers, you got to make sure that you've got a YouTube channel or at least like, um, some live performance. So when you perform, make sure someone records it because if a singer contacts our agency and says, um, hi, I'm an aspiring singer. Um, I want you, you to help me or give you, uh, give me advice. Um, I ask for a link. Because I need to hear you. I can't do anything for you off your photographs if you want to sing. So make sure that you've got content as an actor, singer, model, or a dancer. Research and content, those are the two most important things so that you can make the right decisions to move from where you at to where you want to be. Then, um, yeah, Durban was amazing because um, <laughs> you were the MC. Yeah. And um, it really touched me as... As an industry professional, I don't meet a lot of people that are multi-talented, humble, and um, ultimately for me, like, inspirational. So the most amazing thing for me that I experienced at Mzanzi Arts in Durban was um, the people that we were surrounded by and that everyone in the group had a dream. And my goal was to allow them the platform to audition for international agent Kim Myers at the International Arts Talent Showcase. It's taking place at Silver Star Casino on the 6th and 7th of October. And we've got our last auditions coming up this weekend. We're completely full. Mm. Um, so anyone who we wanted to, or that who wanted to audition for this year and um, would have to roll over to next year. We um, do models, actors, singers and dancers. We're bringing in Kim Myers from the Arts Convention. We're bringing in independent casting director from Tyler Perry Studios and the Oprah Winfrey Network, Raven Drummer. So between her and Kim Myers, they'll be evaluating models, actors, singers and dancers from all nine provinces in South Africa and um, ultimately giving them the opportunity to um, next year, July in 2018, go to United States, New York and Florida and meet with American and European agents, managers, record labels, producers and directors. Mm, mm, mm. Luckily, this is our long record 
That's how it works here at, here at Cliff Central. So you can go and listen to this podcast again if you think you've missed out on anything because all of that, it was really, really important, but it was quite a lot all at the same time. So you couldn't, uh, if you were trying to make notes, you probably uh, couldn't even keep up. But, um, I mean, it's, it's something really exciting and it's something that we're doing to really open up the industry, I yes. guess. And, uh, and not just opening it up locally, but also internationally as well. It's a great stepping stone. So the cool thing is that, uh, I'm actually going to be there at the international, um, I always want to say it right. It's the international arts, arts talent, talent showcase. showcase. Sometimes <laughs> I'm worried that the T and the A, I, I mix them up. International arts talent showcase. So I'll, I'll be the MC there again. And I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, the cool thing is that, I mean, um, me and Elsa B are still going to do quite a lot of work together in the future as well. We're going to, um, you know, really try and open up the industry to more, to more young people. And, uh, and, you know, more announcements are going to be coming in pretty soon in the next week or two. And, uh, yeah, guys, I can't give away too much. Yeah, but not too much. <laughs> <laughs> not just yet anyway. Yeah, but it's, it's really exciting. Elsa B, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you so this much for having so me. so inspirational. Um, give us some last words. I mean, we're out here. We're unemployed. We're wondering. <laughs> we want to be amazing artists and, and, um, and, and we don't know if it's worth it still. Um, for me, ultimately, I would always say keep the dream alive. Make sure that you associate yourself with um, people who have support and respect for your dreams. So ultimately, your association, make sure that um, if someone in your life is not motivating you to reach your dreams or to chase for what it is that you want to achieve, that you change your circles. So motivation, uh, make sure that your association is good. Research, research, research. Make sure that you find yourself some um, representation. Like get yourself active with passionate people, not people that got, you know, too many artists to represent. So you're just a number. Make sure that you find an agency um, or associate with industry professionals that really care about you. And then anyone who wants to ask me direct questions um, or get any information can contact me on Instagram. Um, my handle is easy. Just you artist. Yeah, fantastic <laughs> stuff. Elsie just came in from New York not too long ago. She's she's now here in South Africa for this uh, really cool um initiative that she's doing next. Uh and it's it's really great to have such South Africans who are, you know, who have their heart also in 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 line with helping the people as well. And uh and and wow, wow. That's that's pretty much all we could say. Wow. So because you come from New York, we thought we'll give you something. That's in line with that. This is CliffCentral.com.